Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight people and organizations who are doing great things by helping others. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm sure many of you have heard the saying, happy wife, happy life. I would say that that is indeed true, right? But today our conversation is going to be focused more on healthy mom, thriving baby. Improving the well-being of mothers and infants and children is an important public health goal for the United States. After all, their well-being determines the health of the next generation, and it can help predict future public health challenges for families communities, and our healthcare system. My first guest today is going to talk with us more in depth about this issue. Uh, welcome to the show, Alma Velez, who is the Senior Development Manager from March of Dimes. Good morning. Good morning, Jill. How are you? How's everybody doing? I am well, and we are looking forward to hearing more about what you have going on at March of Dimes. Why don't you tell us more about it? Well, I think you put it so well <laughs> when we talk about happy wife, happy life, but we do. He's like, it's strong moms or healthy moms, strong babies, correct? We, uh, here at the March of Dimes, uh, we are, we have been around for over 82 years. So this is nothing new to us. We've been working, the, we fight for the health of all moms and babies, regardless of their geography, regardless of their race. So for us, it is so important that we can fight this health crisis in our country, which is maternal death and infant mortality. And we know that one in 10 babies is born prematurely. So born too early. I think people aren't very familiar with the word prematurity. Sometimes you hear it and you don't know exactly what it is. But what it means is when a baby is born too early before 37 weeks, and there's just a slew of health uh, issues that these babies have. And for us, it is extremely important that we give our babies and children the opportunity to thrive from day one. So it's so extremely important. We're also seeing a huge increase in maternal mortality for many reasons. So for us, it's extremely important that we can advocate for women. We are advocates for moms and babies. Okay, and that was, that was my question. You're working not only for the babies, but for the moms as well. Like we said, healthy mom, thriving baby, right? Um, what led you to being involved? Well, I, I've worked in nonprofit for a long time. <laughs> and I was really looking for something that I was really connected with. And I always have a story, a very long story for everything that I talk about. But I was very interested in learning about Frank Delano Roosevelt, the Roosevelt family. And I started watching some um, things on Netflix. And it led me to the March of Dimes. He was, um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was one of the founders of uh, the March of Dimes because this organization started out of a pandemic um, when they found a cure for polio. So for us, that kind of drove me through it. And then I applied for the position. And then when I started working here, two weeks after I was here in 2017, I met the Gintoff family. And it was very strange because I had heard about them through a friend of mine, a personal friend of mine. And she said, I've learned that you just started working at the March of Dimes. I, I'm, I work at a law firm and the daughter just had a baby that was born too early. And it sounds, you know, very common conversation between two people. 
But then when you meet the families, you become so involved and you listen to their journey and how, for me, the Gintoffs, uh, Ryan and Amanda, when they shared their story of their daughter, Greta Forte, how she was born, they lost her in, in that same year that I came to work here, but she was born uh, prematurely and died after 17 days in the NICU and how they wanted to continue their, her legacy. I mean, they truly, it was so impactful. It was something that no mother or father should ever go through, which is to lose a child and to have to make that decision to let them go because they will not live the life that they may need to live or they may die eventually after all many issues. To make that decision is something that no parent should ever have to go through. And having to make choices uh, or decisions like that. I mean, I can't, I, I, I don't think anybody can possibly imagine that unless they're in those shoes, right? So so right. How, what are the different ways then that March of Dimes impacts these families? You talked about uh, how you impacted this particular family. Talk about some of the ways that you impact. The Gintoffs really wanted to, after the, the death of Greta, they wanted to really make a difference in, in the community. And this, that's one of the things that um, they were wanted to be a strong voice to let people know that this is not something that you plan for. So having an early birth is not something that's part of your planning when you have a child. It just, you just don't do that. And we don't teach, they don't tell you about this. So for them, it became uh, something that they were extremely passionate about. And it's something that the March of Dimes has done for a very long time. We advocate for women. We do research. So we want to make sure that we find out why this is happening. Um, we work, we have prenatal programs. So we know, we go, we're from advocacy to programming to healing for the families. So we really kind of um, do have this uh, umbrella of services that we provide to, for, for families, not only outside resources for education and programming, but also within the hospital system. When they're in the hospital and they have, they're spending time in the, in the NICU, we are there. We are there to help them through every step of the way. So you've got a number of different things that you're doing to help the mothers and the babies, because I think you had mentioned that the underlying causes of preterm birth remain unknown. 50% of them are unknown. So it, it, there's a lot of things that we know that can cause it, but overall we know that we don't know exactly what causes prematurity. Anybody can be, uh, go through, um, have a healthy pregnancy and all of a sudden something happens and your baby is born premature. It's a lot of unknowns. And that is the reason why we have a lot of research that has been happening um, in behind the doors in the last 20 years. We've done a, a lot of research and we're coming very close to a lot of great things that are help a mom that is having trouble or has lost a child to have a healthy pregnancy after. And uh, so we have a lot of success stories after a, a loss of a child. But what before, you know, so, so maybe you're preventing or, or helping to lessen the number of babies that are born prematurely. So what uh, do you have something called supportive pregnancy care? Uh, you know, so you're trying to do some things that can help on the front end. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and I love supportive pregnancy care. I love that program because it really provides uh, group prenatal care. And what it does is it, a lot of women 
it, people don't understand carrying a child and having a baby it's not even though we see it as something normal it is very difficult and also uh when you're having a lot of different things outside of being pregnant and having possibly having a partner or not having a partner having other children having to go having to hold a job there's so many components that that come to that the supportive pregnancy allows uh, women to come into a group uh, a group prenatal care program that gives them two hours of seeing a physician and also being able to connect with other women in that that are in the same gestation period and connect you can feel like you have a friend instead you know that you're going through this uh this together if you have any issues that you sometimes think oh my goodness I'm crazy because I'm really craving this or I have these you know sometimes we think oh maybe we're not going to call our doctor because it's normal. It should be normal, but it isn't. And you share it with somebody else and says, maybe you should call a doctor. That can save a life. That can save the life of your baby. So important, you know, connecting with somebody, having mentors, having partners walking alongside you through this challenging time. I mean, I've had three pregnancies. You're right. It's not, uh, it's not an easy thing. And thank goodness my three children are healthy, but you're not guaranteed that, right? Yeah, so you want to do things on the front end, so you have this supportive pregnancy care uh, where you're working with the moms to provide uh, healthy options so they can carry their baby full term, and then you have research and advocating going on, and then you're also around after to help the moms and the babies, correct? We are. We are after. Uh, and again, we have some great partners in our community that help us throughout this. And we're very lucky because they not only continue the education, but we want to make sure that moms are doing okay after. A lot of, we are seeing a huge increase in maternal death. And we need to ensure that when moms go home, that anything that may go wrong, that they're seen being connected with their doctor, their physicians, and um, again, that they have the tools to be able to breastfeed properly. And then for minor to major issues that they may encounter, um, that they know that the March of Dimes is here to help them and its partners, because we would not be able to do this without our partners, not um, within our community. It's, it's impossible. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to speak to that when we get back. Uh, March of Dimes certainly has various things that they do to raise money for their efforts, but as Alma indicated, they also collaborate with other organizations to accomplish their goals. So stay tuned. And when we return, we're going to hear more about uh, what others are doing and how you can join the cause. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking today with Alma Velez from the March of Dimes. So, Alma, you have a walk as one of your major fundraisers called March for Babies that helps you raise awareness. You want to tell us more about that one? Sure. So March for Babies is one of our major uh, signature fundraising events that takes place every year here in, the, in Milwaukee. And it takes place in the spring. And this event is really such a, oh my goodness, it's just so overwhelming because you see we've had, uh, we went from having 700 families to having 2,500 families come together and all of them have different stories. And 
again, you become a family. <laughs> this is a family's coming together. It's like a big reunion of families that have been through the same journeys or similar journeys, and we celebrate life and we celebrate and honor those that we've lost and we come together to advocate for women and celebrate our nurses and physicians and everybody that's part of this community so for us march for babies is such an impactful and so uh, it's a celebration and let me tell you i mean one of the stories that has impacted me the most is uh, a family that has been a huge fundraiser for this event um it's the mccross jen and patrick mccraw and they've lost three babies already. And every year they come and they celebrate and they have a team called Devoted to Dylan. And for them, it is so important that nobody ever has to go through what they've gone through and face infertility issues afterwards. But to be able to, to give birth you know, to a child and have to let them go, this is a, an event that honors those lives. And for us, it is so important because, like I mentioned before, we want to bring more attention to it. We don't want to continue to lose babies. It is a national crisis. It is a national crisis that is not being spoken about. And this walk is a culmination of what we want to do. We want people to know who March, what March for Babies is, who March of Dimes uh, is, and it is the families. It's the families that make up March of Dimes. Again, wow, just impactful stories that, you know, if you're listening today and maybe you've traveled that, that path, um, you know, you might want to look into the March for Babies uh, walk and find out how you can contribute and um, help in some way. What does the money raised go towards then, Alma, for the March for Babies? So we, we have very many different things. And the great thing about uh, our organization, our chapter here in Wisconsin, is that a lot of those donations continue to stay local. Some of them, um, in, in partnership with others, we are able to provide the NICU family support program that's available at Children's Hospital. And it serves about almost 700 families uh, yearly. And it's just extremely impactful to be able to provide them with services. We also support Stork's Nest and Baby Closet, which is a program that provides education and incentives to moms that are at risk of premature birth. The birth defects and infant mortality. So it's not just about prematurity. We also have, we focus a lot on infant mortality and birth defects. And that's something that is not discussed. We do, we have research and program grants. We also, we have our group prenatal cares that we spoke about. We um, also have virtual, our virtual NICU support program. So we have a lot of applications, both in English and in Spanish, that people are able to download on their app, their free apps, and be able to connect with doctors and nurses and be able to connect with individuals that are very involved um, with the care of their babies and also for them to be able to track that because a healthy child is able to uh, thrive. So babies that are born prematurely, they thrive, but in very different ways in this application is a, you're able to see and compare at the same time. So you also partner with other organizations for another event, uh, another significant event called Signature Chefs. You want to tell us about that one? Absolutely. Signature Chefs is one of the most in, I, I love this event, first of all, I, because we get to partner with not only organizations throughout our city, but also with our culinary 
community here in Wisconsin, and we're able to bring them together in other organizations to be able to bring attention to the issue here in Milwaukee that one in eight babies, not one in 10 as it is in our country, it's one in eight babies is born too soon in Milwaukee County. So for us, it's so amazing to be able to feature uh, the food that all these restaurants has to offer, but they donate the food. So they're not, it's at no cost. They donate the food to bring attention to what is going on in the crisis in our, and not only in our community, but in our nation. And they're able to support families. So we have a lot of families that are featured and they bring their stories. We have success stories of babies that have been born at 23, 24 weeks and that are now thriving and, and running around at, you know, at our event. <laughs> so it's so fantastic to see that there, are, there isn't just the mortality factor, but there's success stories. And there's, those are our little heroes. I mean, if you see them, you'd be amazed. And, and um, a lot of the organizations that we work with and, and partner with, they just are in awe of the work. And they really, truly believe in our mission. So because of them, it's, be, it's why we are still here. And so the signature chefs, they uh, provide the healthy food that is going to strengthen these moms and these babies. And they donate the food for the event as well. So, And you have different chefs coming together to provide different types of food. Yes. So the event is a fundraiser and the event really uh, has these stations and the restaurants come in and uh, have a station feature their signature dishes from their menus. Uh, But they also, a a new component to this is that we are working with them in recipes that feed motherhood. And by feeding motherhood, we are creating these healthy recipes and taking the stories of these families or how they've been affected. Even the chefs themselves have had their own prematurity journey. It's incredible. You don't know because it's sometimes it's a little bit taboo. You know, I see it like that way due to the fact that it's so hard to speak. It's traumatic to have a child or a baby that is so tiny fighting for their life. And then when you see them now and they're running around and, you know, thriving, but have gone through such a health journey throughout their lives, it is very difficult to speak of it without getting emotional. We are so thankful for the families and so thankful for the chefs that are able to donate the food and all those proceeds that we're able to raise come back in order to continue the programming and to try to find why this happens. So that's uh, kind of twofold. You know, the yes. chefs come in, they provide the wonderful food. People come in, they donate, and then you are then able to take those donations and figure out ways to uh, provide uh, resources, whether that's in the form of food or uh, whatever it is, take that, those donations and turn it around for the mothers and the babies. So again, it's twofold. Same with the, with the March for Babies event. So two great events going on, Signature Chefs and March for Babies that you're going to want to check out. Lots of information that, uh, that Alma shared today. Do you have any closing thoughts or comments for our audience today, Alma? I do. I, I really encourage uh, people to visit our website, marchadimes.org you will find so much information that even if you have not personally been affected, if you're young, it's not just about what happens 
during a pregnancy, it's before, during, after. We all have a friend, we all have a sister, we all have a colleague, we all have a sous chef maybe that is working along with us and you will know why I said this a little bit later. <laughs> but we all have been impacted. And when you listen and you read the stories about these families, you cannot help but be drawn. And if we can put a little bit of our grain of salt, a tiny little bit to even share a story, uh, all these untold stories, you will be making a difference. It's not just about the monetary. We need your help, absolutely. But it's about sharing. We want to share these family stories because they are very courageous to even come forward with them. And you will be able to see them and hear them at our marchofdimes.org uh, website. So please visit it and let us know what you think. And is there a place that people can donate if they're interested in doing that on your website? Absolutely. And you can donate at the marchadimes.org website, or I really do encourage you to visit our signaturechefs.org backslash Milwaukee website. And you can make a fund a mission that will stay local uh, gift. So please, you know, visit and, and look at our tool, uh, at, our, at the education and the tools that we have available and feel free to share. Wonderful. Well, Elma, gosh, so much information, so uh, so many good things going on at March of Dimes. Again, we encourage people to check it out. If people want to reach out, do you uh, is your contact information also on the website, or do you want to throw out a contact email? Absolutely, it is on the website, but you can always reach out to Alma Velez, and it's a Velez at marchadimes.org. Very simple, a Velez at marchadimes.org. Awesome. Well, check them out get information, all kinds of good stuff going on there. Thank you, Elma, for joining us today and sharing uh, your passion for why you do what you do. Thank you for, for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad to be here. You are welcome. In our next segment, uh, Elma talked about the Signature Chefs event, and we're actually going to learn a little bit more about that with uh, our next guest. Stay tuned, and we will be back after commercial break. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by Ellen Decker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. Well, we all know, obviously, how important healthy eating is, not only for pregnant moms and babies, but for everyone, Right. My next guest is Nicolas Ramos from the Chef Latinos of Wisconsin. Welcome to the show, Nicolas. Hi, Jill. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Um, we're happy to be here with you this morning. Looking forward to hearing all the things you have to share. Uh, why don't you start by telling us what Chef Latinos of Wisconsin is? Well, well we're fairly new to the uh, city of Milwaukee. Uh, we are a group of Latino chefs that would like to empower each other, network with each other, and kind of help us to go through this uh, journey. You know, try to support us to increase the visibility and, and the platform where we can share our culinary talents. Um, the mission for the Chef Latinos is to create a strong network uh, of Wisconsin chefs and cultivate community of learning and mechanisms to showcase our, ta our talent and kind of a, a venue to give back to the community. It's a great mission. How do you go about accomplishing it? Well, um, number one is kind of a network among each other, kind of share what, what we're doing. 
also, but uh, kind of sharing our personal stories. You know, I became a chef about uh, 14 years ago, but I really had nothing to do with the kitchen. You know, I when I married uh, my wife, she grew up in the industry. I didn't. I never had a, a never had plans to become a chef. But within that journey, um, I kind of uh, started to look for more, more training. And I find out that there was training uh, for chefs, but not necessarily for people like me. So when I started uh, looking for different trainings, uh, I became a, a, a member of the ACF, uh, is the American Culinary Federation. And they also help different chefs and they help with training and everything. But I started noticing that um, not everybody looked like me, you know, that not a lot of them uh, had the thick accent or the accent that I have. And the kind of education, sometimes it didn't fit all personalities. That's when I kind of wanted to kind of connect with chefs uh, that look like me, that probably have the same struggles. And, you know, I'm, I'm an immigrant. You know, I, I was born and raised in Mexico, and we have, in a way, different things to talk about. You know, we have different concerns. Uh, we, our background is different, and our way of learning is different as well. So that's kind of a, um, what inspired us to create the Chef Latinos, to kind of identify ourselves with other people that kind of have the same background. One of the, like I say, I always tell my story, you know, I didn't grow up in the industry, but I always, uh, I have this passion now for connecting with other individuals that, that you know, that don't have a voice. You know, in our industry, it's very, um, it's very known that there is amazing uh, Hispanic chefs, but many of them uh, stay in the background, you know, for many reasons. And I think that by us creating the Chef Latinos have given them an opportunity for them to feel comfortable, come forward and, and learn. Not that many chefs that are accomplished are Hispanics. I also want to teach that people that don't have the, you know, that they're not outspoken as they are. And kind of we want to connect with them. That, that's the whole purpose of the, the Chef Latinos. And so how many chefs are part of the group? Well, as of now, we, um, we, we're fairly new. We were created in 2008 during winter of 2018. Uh, we came together as a group. There is a, a group of 10 as of now, but we also have a Facebook page that is called Chef Latinos Wisconsin um, that we have, you know, some people, about 300 people have signed up to, to follow our feed and our uh, videos and things that we created. But um, as we're growing, we're also looking to establish ourselves uh, as a membership and as a group that, that will grow stronger. So you guys, you come together, you share stories, like you said, you share recipes, probably. Um, you talk about music, you know, the things that make you guys unique and things that, that uh, bring you together, I would imagine. Um, and then you mentioned teaching. Do you then within your group, and you said your group is growing, are you looking to bring people in that you can then teach so they then can go out and start their own restaurant? Or are these these people that you want to bring together, they're already established chefs? Well, we want to learn from each other, number one. Uh, there are so many, some other established chefs that are willing to teach. Um, like I mentioned before, 
uh, one of the goals of this uh, group is to, to partnership, to learn from each other. And so there's some, so there are some chefs that are executive chefs, uh, that are Latino chefs that um, wanna teach some other, other chefs that are in the background. Like, like I mentioned, there are so many chefs, uh, Hispanics that are willing to learn, but for many reasons, they, they don't have the, the ways of learning. So with this group, we've been creating, um, last, in 2018, we made a dinner and we've been creating different events where we come together and we network with each other and kind of share our practices. Um, also, I want to mention that in many times we have amazing Hispanic chefs that know everything about French cuisine or Italian cuisine, but it's uh, sometimes it's a little bit of a shame that they don't know anything about their own region. They don't know much about their own culture. And in many occasions, that, that's also um, something that they want to learn. You know, we, we are in this group, we also teach about, you know, what's the best food in Mexico, what's the best food in Peru or Colombia or, or Argentina. You know, we want to share um, all those kind of uh, information that makes us unique. Okay. Well, I think I, uh, there's a statistic out there from the U.S. Department of Labor that says Hispanic and Latino workers comprise over 25% of the workforce in restaurants. And so I think you're, what you're providing is a wonderful way to support those, uh, that 25%. You know, you've, you've got a combination of executive chefs, as you said, or those that have been in the business for a number of years, and then you are opening, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. opening your group to people of all different experience levels so that they can learn and get educated and share their stories, like you said, and network, which is so, so important. Um, I understand that you have a restaurant in West Dallas. You want to tell us, uh, tell us the name of that and, and what your specialties are there? Yeah, we are Antigua Latin Inspired Kitchen, and we are on 6207 West National in West Dallas. Uh, we've been there uh, for about 14 years, and our specialty is uh, Latin cuisine, Latin food uh, from all the way to Uruguay, to Argentina, Chile, Peru, Colombia, uh, El Salvador, Mexico, and we have some recipes from Spain. Um, and our purpose is to kind of showcase our or Latin culture. You know, we recognize that Wisconsin is very diverse. And at the same time, um, we want to show showcase regional foods from different parts of Latin America. So that's kind of what we've been doing. We've been there uh, for 14 years. And that has given me a, a platform for me to express uh, a, my culture and also at the same time connect with other people like uh, in, the Latin, in the Latin community. And also, um, we have been able to connect with March of Dimes. Yes. Well, actually, that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment. Uh, so we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to learn how the Chef Latinos of Wisconsin is working with March of Dimes. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach 
And I'm talking in these next segments with Nicolas Ramos from the Chef Latinos of Wisconsin. So, Nicolas, uh, we talked about your connection to March of Dimes. You want to share with everybody why you support the March of Dimes? Well, Jill, um, we've been supporting March of Dimes since, uh, I think, about five years ago. Um, we've been involved with them about doing their signature chefs events. But recently, I started learning more about it. You know, for um, we have uh, somebody that was part of a restaurant that kind of went to have a premature baby. And it was something that was very close to us. Uh, me and my wife, we always like to support different uh, organizations. And just knowing her story, and there's also another chef and the signature chefs that also kind of went through the same uh, process. And learning the stories are, are so powerful. Um, it's once you want to support something by learning about real people and how March of Dimes is helping them, it's amazing. You know, uh, we can support and we've been supporting different organizations with food. But at this point, when when I have heard their story and I know that they could be my neighbors or they could be somebody that is in the industry, it, it kind of gives, gives us a boost of energy to even say, what can I do? You know, how can I help? Um, there's different uh, uh, organizations uh, out there, but I think that what makes, at least for me, um, Sometimes when you are in the food industry, you, you work, 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 work and make things happen and you don't stop and think, well, what is their life about? You know, what is their personal struggles? And by me knowing about this amazing chef that is part of Signature Chefs that has been through the struggle and knowing one of our uh, staff members that also went through that struggle um, it makes it like uh, a mission, you know, it makes it a mission for us. So it's so important to, to connect with March of Dimes because of their cause. You know, uh, Signature Chefs is more than just an event, but it's a true uh, movement that it's uh, changing and it's finding its way to support moms and babies and overall the family. You know, uh, we in restaurants, we support so many people and and the fact that we uh, give work to one person, that doesn't mean that that will stop there. It goes to their families as well. Uh, March of Dimes and, and their manifesto, uh, it kind of fits very, very, uh, if it fits with the beliefs of the, the, the Chef Latino group. Um, and some of that is that they believe in, the, in preparing uh, healthy dishes, in serving exquisite meals, in feeding uh, cravings, uh, in, that every dish should be prepared to empower moms across our nation. So all those things, that, that's what makes us, uh, gives us that energy to help March of Dimes. And I would say, Nicolas, what an inspiration you are. I think to, for somebody to know that they work for somebody, that they have a boss that supports them, not only uh, financially, but emotionally. I mean, I think that's, that's wonderful that you, you said you had an employee, uh, part of your family there at the restaurant, and then somebody who was involved with the Chef Latinos. You know, this is what passion is about. That's how you're putting your skill set uh, together with your passion and you're making a difference. And kudos to you. That's, that's what it's all about. Again, that's why we do this show. We love to 
to share how people are using that passion, marrying it with the skills that they have, and going out and making a difference in the world somehow. So kudos to you. That's that's awesome. Alma talked in the previous segments about uh, the two events, their primary events, the March of Dimes Walk and then the Signature Chefs. But there's actually a program out there uh, called Meals That Matter, and you collaborate with them with that program. You want to share what that's about? Yeah, uh, Meals That Matter, uh, it will help uh, uh, to raise critical funds for the March of Dimes uh, mission, and it will enable um, the customer to support also local restaurants. Meals That Matter actually started with uh, kind of as a response to the whole this whole COVID-19 but Meals That Matter is in a way for, for us to help raise funds for uh, March of Dimes mission. And that's actually a meal that we're going to provide to the moms that are still in ICU uh, or some of the caretakers. It's also another way for, for the restaurants uh, to keep collaborating with March of Dimes. Many of the chefs on the signature chefs are also collaborating with that. And you can actually, um, if you go to the signaturechefs.org uh, backslash Milwaukee, you can find a list of the different restaurants are are participating and you can help support them that way. Okay, well, so for those of you that may want to help either the Chef Latinos of Wisconsin or uh, help some of these restaurants, uh, we always like to put out a call to action for our listening audience. What would you say... Nicolas, is your greatest need? In these times of uh, COVID and everything, I think what we really need, it's a uh, time we can support uh, March of Dimes. Like I mentioned before, there is a list on the signaturechefs.org backslash Milwaukee, where you can go and see how, what kind of restaurants are supporting March of Dimes and are in the program of, of uh, Meals That Matter. And basically go and visit them. Um, uh, we all, as you know, uh, the restaurant industry is being hit so much uh, by this COVID-19 that we need the support, you know, uh, to keep supporting the different organizations that, that we are part of. Uh, we also need the support of, the, of the, the community. Okay. Well, so for those people that want to get some uh, Latino cuisine, they can uh, visit Antigua which is at 6207 West National, uh, or visit that website Nicolas talked about to find out who some of the other chefs are that are part of that group. So uh, thank you for joining us today, Nicolas, and for sharing your passion. Thank you, Jill. Not only for uh, providing wonderful cuisine, but also for using your uh, passion to help mothers and babies at the March of Dimes. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today, or if you'd like to be considered as a guest on the show, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com, or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. Join us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to learn more about the ways people and organizations are contributing to making a difference in our community, like Nicolas and Alma are doing. You can tune in to News Talk 1130 on your radio, or you can go to Newstalk1130.com on your computer. You can listen on your cell phone via the iHeartRadio app, and you can also visit ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired shows or listen on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. Lots of ways that you can get this information. 
Think about how you can use your time, your talents, and your resources to make a difference for someone in your family or your neighborhood or your community or even out in the world. If you find a way to give a blessing, you will ultimately be a blessing to one or many. Have a great day.